Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, everyone. Before we begin, we've got uh, some pretty cool items to get out of the way. Yeah, so first up, foremost, uh, we do have the Final Fantasy VII iOS game that was released today. Um, that is iOS, for those who don't know, for iPad and iPhone. Uh, very exciting. It is under the price tag of $15.99, so kind of on the high end for iPad and iPhone games, but kind of on the low end for Final Fantasy games. Uh, so it's, it's definitely a good mix. They have made some tweaks for the more casual players. Uh, you can find out more about that uh, on our article on badcaddyfunky.com. Uh, something else that came up that was really exciting, Flash Season 2, Adam Smasher uh, was revealed in part of his costume on an 11-second teaser that we ended up getting uh, over Facebook and on their YouTube channel. We posted that up for you as well, along with a few pictures and something interesting on there as well. And in lieu of today, uh, the Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F got an official digital download and DVD Blu-ray release date. You can find out what that is on badcaddyfunky.com. And I know Dave has some interesting information from D23. Dave. Absolutely. So, yeah, this past weekend was D23. And um, if anyone doesn't know, it's basically all stuff Disney. Big thing on my, that I was looking at was mostly Star Wars stuff. And a lot of cool stuff came out for Star Wars. One, and believe me, I'll have it all ready in the article later, just gathering information for it. First things first, we finally know where Donnie Yen's going to be placed. He will be uh, in the cast of... Yep, Rogue One as one of the smugglers looks like. Um, so look for that in the article. We'll see. We'll basically see the full cast of characters, who's playing them, and also a name change. It's no longer called Star Wars Anthology Rogue One. It's called Rogue One: A Star Wars Story, which sounds a little bit better. We're also hurt. We also came out of with uh, Kylo Ren's true name. What's he, what he's part of, and also talks about. Disney World and doing a Star Wars land part in Disney World, which I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to go to as soon as it's open if I can afford it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll definitely see us there. So po- the post will be up soon, guys. Check it out on Bad Kaidi Funky by yours truly, David, Vi- David Via, the Star Wars nerd, geek, gasm guy of the group. And, uh, yeah, now on to Sergio about some news about, I believe, Destiny. So in the world of Destiny, just to get the last bit of news out of the way before we start the Dragon Ball Z uh, Resurrection F podcast, uh, Bungie did a live stream the other day on twitch.tv slash Bungie showcasing the first part of the Taken King. Now, they're going to do it in a couple different parts, so uh, we have the highlights of that on badcodyfunky.com, detailing not the raid yet, but your uh, your item space, how you're going to be infusing weapons instead of ascending them, uh, and also a couple different changes that are really, really welcome, like uh, all the the factions that you can actually um, do things with, like uh, you can get armor, gear, ships, and it actually matters. Uh, your, Your garden will be able to... Uh, be uh, capped at level 40 and also if you're making a new character and if you're uh, a friend of yours wants to start playing Destiny, uh, once they get the Taken King, they'll be automatically leveled up to level 25 once they uh, reach the tower. So they can go from level, I think, 3 or 4 that is, to level 25 so they can start playing the Taken King with you. All that and more on BadCodyFunky.com. Enjoy the podcast. Last time on the Bad Coyote Funky Preview Podcast. K 
Casey and Greg teamed up to take on the World Martial Arts Podcast Tournament. And with the unexpected return of Super Saiyan Sergio and Dave, the Bad Coyote Funky Warriors are back together and still stuck on Namek. Welcome everyone to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. On today's panel, we have TV's Casey. Hey. We got uh, the Bearded Menace, Dave. Yo. And we got Booster Greg. What up? Along with me, Sergio. So, hey guys, Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Another, the second major movie to come out uh, recently for Dragon Ball Z. We have another Dragon Ball Z movie, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And so close to one another, too. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's amazing. I mean, who would have think that, you know, being adults now, we would get to see new Dragon Ball Z, the, the series Dragon Ball Super uh, that started up, and another Dragon Ball Z movie that you can see in theaters. Like, <laughs> I it never thought since, I would see that. I know, like, and it's just like, how many years has it been since Dragon Ball Z went off the air? Like, way too many, right? It's been, like, a fucking... It, it's just been awesome. We had, like, Xenoverse and all these movies, and, like... I, it's just ramping up, you know. I wonder if it has anything to do with Naruto and the popularity that Naruto has had. I think mean, so. Years. And yeah. you guys feel like you're kind of like back in like high school, pretty much, because that's what I remember mostly. That's what Dragon Ball Z reminds me mostly of, like high school, like getting back, like getting off the bus, running home, turning on Toonami, you know, and just like watching Dragon Ball Z to like to catch up on everything. And then like, because I remember like for a while, especially on Toonami, they did. Um, they got up to a certain point with the Frieza saga, and then they would go back to the start of Dragon Ball Z with like the, the with uh, what's his name, um, Goku's Raditz. brother, Raditz, yeah, Raditz, Raditz landing, and basically would do that, and they, just, they did that like a couple times. So finally, they had like new episodes coming out and everything completing. So it's like, it's kind of cool to see it come back, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good to see it come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as always, Dragon Ball Z, just like you, um, was one of the one of like really one of my first animes that I got got into. Um, I guess the first one for me would probably be Pokemon, um, but mostly because I didn't have Cartoon Network when Dragon Ball Z was first really airing around here. So I didn't really get to get, get in, into it until a lot later or I'd have to go to my friend's house and just kind of like watch what he taped on the good old VHS. Um, but it was definitely like once you watch it. It just gets addicting because so little happens in an episode, yet so much happens in a season. It's just really crazy how they do that. Like, you know, this tip, the stereotypical, we're going to power up for like 15 episodes and then fight for like five or 10 minutes in an episode. Those five or 10 minutes were worth the 15 Are episodes. the greatest fights in like some of anime history. Like some of the stuff they do are just amazing. Like especially watching Resurrection F when they first, the first fight they had with, uh, what's his face? The... When uh, Vegeta and Goku are training with the uh, the guy with the... Oh, Whis! Yeah! Yeah. Dude, it was that was so, so great. awesome. It was so great to watch. It was like, oh my god, it's all there. It's like, holy crap. And it's like, as, all the as, sounds and... and it's like, yeah! And especially for the fact that, that Whis is uh, the, the, the trainer of, of Beerus, the, the god of destruction, and arguably stronger than Beerus, because if he's like his teacher, he has to be stronger than Beerus. And like e- even in the movie, like, uh, you know, v- v- Vegeta is like, all right, just what are you? And he was like, well, I'm the, I'm the being just known as Whis. And I'm Whis. Yeah, I'm Whis. And as you know, that's Lord Beerus, the god of destruction. And I'm able to, and as his teacher, I'm able to kind of keep him in line. I was just like, huh. So like he has this, his whole existence is just to 
the teacher for the God of Destruction, and he's capable of having, I guess, a power level higher than him, just so he can keep him in order. It's interesting. But yeah, dude, like, when Goku and Vegeta were, like, fighting against Whis, training, and then, like, and, like all these, like, like, like uh, these cherry blossoms came up, and he's like, oh, I love Fall. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Her spring. Well, I was like, <laughs> what I love about those characters, too, is they don't care about like they're so selfish they don't care about anyone else but themselves and their own self-interest but it's so easy to manipulate that because they love food (laughs) they're so dumb (laughs) they're so just like they're so powerful and they're over the top and they're you know they're they're gods but it's just like oh i'm gonna blow up this place it's like but we have pizza And he's like, ooh, what pizza. Is, what, is this, what is this strange, delicious thing on top? It's cheese. Yeah. <laughs> mm, cheese. What a weird name. <laughs> then, I, lo- I love Beerus' character. Like, his voice, like, his demeanor. Like, Akira Toriyama knows how to make these, like, interesting, weird characters. He's so Japanese. Like, he's so powerful, but he's like a cat. You know, he looks like, you know, kind of like Anubis, yeah. you know, the Egyptian god of, uh, of, of the underworld. But, like, his, oh, sure, yeah. his crunch is food. Like... It's this, so this, whole, this whole movie is is delightful, just like the last one, because it in no way takes itself seriously. Which, oh, yeah. which is great, because it, it like it harkens back to the good days of Dragon Ball, where it was like just kind of fun and wasn't too serious, and you know people were like, "Oh, Dragon Ball Z takes itself too seriously," you know, as it goes on. But now it's just kind of like, "Oh, Freeze is back. Oh, let's give him thirty five minutes. Like, uh, all right, guess we got to take one hundred ninety guys ourselves. Oh, okay, like." <laughs> They're, like uh, on the characters' faces, you see like there's a little bit of stress, but they're like, eh, like it's all right. We'll, we'll just deal with this in our own way. And t- speaking of the past, uh, I'm, I'm curious what what's everybody's favorite uh, series? Uh, you know, I mean, saga in Dragon Ball or series. Uh, I mean, for me, I was I would say it's the 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 whole Majin uh, saga. Oh, uh, like, that that's mine. Line. Yes, I got it first. <laughs> No. Um, I, I like it so much just because it, it has, like, everything. Like, the whole thing about Dragon Ball Z is it builds up to its conclusion. So it just gets better and better. And it, it, you can see, like, where it gets repetitive at some point where it's just like, all right, bad guy shows up, they're not strong enough. They get strong enough, they defeat the bad guy. New bad guy shows up, they're not strong enough. They keep on getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. But with uh, the Majin Saga, it kind of broke... I mean, that it kept that into account, but it broke away a little bit because you had the fusions, and then you had Super Saiyan 3, but then you had also this, like, comedic effect that happened um, when we first meet Deborah and Bobbity, where yeah. they, they go into, like, that... The, I call it, like, the gauntlet. It was Bobbity's ship, and you just have to, like, go through the levels. And there was that moment. I think we talked about it on the preview, uh, Casey, or I think we talked about it maybe before we started rolling where um, the character is fighting Vegeta, and he's like, oh, you're going to die, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to set the gravity to 100 times. Of my native home yeah. planet. And Vegeta's, like, dancing, almost. Like, he does this weird, like, little warm-up thing, and he's just like, you fool. Com- completely unfazed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not only is he, is he unfazed, he's unimpressed. He's just like, you fool. I train at 500 times gravity. <laughs> <laughs> he just, 500 like, times gravity. He just beats him. And that, like, that, that sense of humor is maintained in the new movie, too. But for me, as everyone knows, it's all about the balance. Right? It's all about the seriousness and the epicness of the fight mixed with the comedy of those off-putting moments where it's just like, oh, I trained at 500. Or when the, the, the 
fusion dance. They get it wrong, and they're too skinny, they're too fat, they're too this, they're too that. Like, <laughs> I love that. It's just like so well done and, and well timed that that I mean I don't I don't know why anyone else would choose another saga, but I have a feeling Casey might have a different opinion. Yeah, my uh, well. My original choice as I was thinking about it for this was I was going to say the Saiyan Saga. Um, ah. Because the the way that it starts out, um, I guess it, it was also the first one I had seen. Um, you know, I guess to give it a little bit of uh, a little bit of nostalgic cred there. Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast where four grown men are now ten-year-olds. <laughs> hey, everybody but, uh, went to go see this, right? Not, yeah. not just the people <laughs> in their 20s and 30s who grew up on Dragon Ball Z were like, yeah, I'm going to the theater, I'm going to pay money, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch Dragon Ball Z! I'm gonna go! <laughs> oh, Welcome yeah. to Dragon Ball Z Resurrection of F. How tough are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but the Saiyan Saga, it was the first one I ever saw as a kid, and you get this real impending sense of doom when they, they come, because they, they keep cutting away to them over the course of all this training and while Goku's dead. You know, just these two lonely pods that are traveling through space, you know, blowing up every world that they end up landing on in filler episodes. And then when it finally happens and they beat the shit out of every character you know and love, it's like, this is serious. Um, so that's that's a good one. My, my true favorite, though, which I, I've come to appreciate as I, I watched the show when I was a little bit older, um, in the original run of Dragon Ball when Goku is still a kid, the World Martial Arts Tournament where he fights Tien for the first time. Yeah! Um, um, I always felt like that was one of the, the best choreographed... I, I, I mean, if you can call animation choreographed, I guess that's fair. Um, fights in the entire series. Um, they basically beat each other until they're both crippled, and even then, it's it's it's... Maybe the closest fight I've ever seen in the show. Um, it's like a split-second decision at the very end. And and it was always like... It, it's the kind of fight that's just down to the wire, and you're like, oh, man, I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah. Always big fan. I really like... I love the, the Boo Saga, you know, because you got Goku going to SSJ3 and everything. Yeah. But like, I, I do like, just to be different, because Greg already took the, the Boo Saga. Um, Sucker. I, <laughs> I love the, 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 the Cell Saga. The Cell oh, Saga yeah. was yeah. so much fun. And, you you, know, you just... bastard. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Everybody is oh taking God. everybody's favorite saga. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Candy Funky Podcast. Where we uh, all where backstab we each other's other. favorite sagas. And, the, fair, and the points only, don't matter. There's only four yeah. to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you could divvy it up, right? Like, So the Cell Saga doesn't have to necessarily have the androids. I think the androids have their own saga, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could really probably break yeah. it up even. More yeah, you can break it down to the Android saga, but I kind of lump it together since like okay. Cell Cell's an Android as well. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I know people say Cell Saga, and and they start off at a certain point um, until right after the Android saga, because the Android saga to me wasn't really that much of a saga. It was just like, oh, the build up to Cell. So right. I I see it as all part of the Cell saga, but dude, I, I love mm. Cell. The introduction to Android seventeen and eighteen and. Mm. Oh my god, it's it, it's so cool, especially to see one of my favorite char- one of my favorite characters, Gohan, go up against Cell. I mean, oh, that's yeah. uh, dude with so one arm. That's what yeah. I liked about it was that it it wasn't the cliche of like Goku coming in and saving the day. No, it was Gohan, and yet he still kind of does. <laughs> Not really. Like he he dies in the middle of it. He does sort of like 
He comes back as a ghost for the last attack. Yeah, he totally but, sneaks his way in there. But still, it wasn't like actually Goku who did it. Physically, was Gohan who goes in there and finishes it and defeats Cell. For me, that was that was it. Kind of broke away from that classic mold of Goku goes away, comes back and fights, and we get to see like Cell not only literally evolve, but also like just see like who what Cell really is. Like he actually has some type of like really fucked up personality if you really think about it. Like his whole You'll never defeat my perfect form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that Doctor Doom? Like what are you doing? <laughs> he's he's conniving. You have no help. Right? Like yeah, he, I think he sounds a lot like Doctor Doom, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you got me thinking about it. Yeah, he kinda and it's especially like like, you know, in the way that he talked too, especially when he turned perfect. Oh my god, he was totally oh, like Doctor Doom. You know, he was—he was just like uh, when when he um, you know absorbed the androids. He's just like they're part of my greatness now, a new purpose. <laughs> and then he looks that, over that at them. Oh, you're the... trembling. It's okay. I know you felt my power and you're in all of it. I was just like, wow, this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. And his his, his lay motif is playing in the background the whole time. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. But yeah, and yeah, and so that's the thing about Cell too. He was so ingenious. Like he was really really mm-hmm. intelligent. She liked about it, and and that's what I hated that that Goku played around with him for a little bit. I was like, dude, he's he's smart. You can't just mess around with him, Goku. Why do you always do that? Why do you... I, I hate Goku? People well, love and Goku, your, and he's got I your DNA inside him. You stupid idiot. Yeah, I hate Goku. For you that. can do all the shit you can Crazy. now. Well, to the point too. Like he's, I guess I would say he's more of like the Lex Luthor of the Dragon Ball Z universe, where he plays everyone so strategically. Like, everyone just, he's just like, oh, you know, I'm not as powerful as you. And they just kind of, like, fuck with him. And then he convinces Vegeta to allow him to absorb the last android to become his perfect form. It's like, you fucking idiot. Stupid. <laughs> I hate when they do that, yeah. foolish saints. I love that they, they, they point, like, Weiss points it out in uh, Resurrection F. He was like, oh, these saints just, if they fight together, they'll be more powerful and no one can take them on. You know, yeah. instead of this whole, like, waiting around thing, like, uh, when, uh, when Beerus and Wiz, um, you know, we're, we're up on up on their planet, and they're like, "Huh, yeah, too bad they don't know that." Oh god! But it's yeah. like, so like to the point too. The most powerful beings in all of Dragon Ball Z are also the most arrogant, and we we saw that in Resurrection F with Frieza, right? Mm-hmm. Like where he Absolutely. was just like, yeah, where where he they bring him finally bring him back to life. Um, and I want to talk about that a little more later because it was hilarious how I got brought back to life, <laughs> um, and. The first thing he does is, is, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go kill Goku. And they're like, uh, Goku is a billion times stronger than he was before. And Freeze <laughs> is like, oh, I, I guess I should probably train then. And they were like, wait, 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 wait. You could blow up planets and you didn't even train at all in your life? Like, what the fuck? And the best part is that he doesn't even train. He just kind of, like, focuses in a little fireball yeah. for, for quote-unquote months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, but yeah, uh, Dave, what was your what's your favorite saga? Did we say that? Did I miss it? No. Uh, well, Sergio said it, it was the Cell Saga. Um, but I mean, you know, if I have to go another one, um, I wouldn't go. You know what? I'll go. Uh, I'll go generic with it. I'll go with my one of my favorite fights in the Dragon Ball Z saga. Sure. Mm-hmm. Go the first time Goku and Vegeta went at each other. Oh, yeah. That first Classic. fight between Goku, Goku and Vegeta, it was just when Goku had the Kaioken. Yes, we actually used I mean, to use Kaioken. Yeah, like just and then Kaioken had times a tail. Still, say again. Yeah. So like, yeah, like it's just oh, that such a great fight, and at the end, like Vegeta's like, "Well, I'm gonna turn to a giant ape," you know. So it's just like 
And he turned into Zoyberg. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, yes, he did. He a giant Zoyberg. Why, why not? Hooray! <laughs> yeah, he was why like, oh, Zoyberg. I can't defeat my own power. Then he created like an artificial like moon. moon. I was like, what? And he's never done that since. Well, you know, his tail's been cut off, but he's never like shown that he can just create like what? Like it's just like a, like a huge flare or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's some I, big light bulb. I yeah, that's the money trend like Dragon Ball Z. It's like they'll do like this special power that they can do normally or all the time, and they never do it ever again, or they barely even talk about it or reference it like ever again. It's like it was too convenient. <laughs> but no, it's like yeah. What happened to Solar Flare? You can't get a lot of use out of blinding people. <laughs> Love that move. It's such a dick move. <laughs> it's like Solar Flare ties shoelaces together, then run away. That's like a, that's that's what it's the equivalent of that in the Dragon Ball Z universe. It was useful for like a half a season, and then nothing. Mm. Uh, the other thing too is like they're so inconsistent. Like when like when uh, Goku went Super Saiyan three for the first time that we saw, it was just like oh yeah I can do this now. And it's like oh I've been training forever to do it, but like every other time they went Super Saiyan and they had done it a couple times, it was this big epic event. And it just like a light switch. Yeah, it's like he oh. grows six feet of hair. <laughs> Well, yeah, because now he knows how to do it. Yeah, but like even before, like in the the, the Cell Saga, for example, it was a bigger to do to go Super Saiyan one and then two, even if they had been doing it for a while, than it was when he went three. Like three just felt like he just like you know like Casey was saying, just flipped the light switch where he didn't even really need that much powering up. Like he went through all the stages just just to show off. Yeah, and, and it looks like they automatically go into Super Saiyan 2, because if you look at it, like their hair um, is, yeah. is higher in, in uh, Super Saiyan 2 and, and everything. And there's the, the blue sparks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, if you look at it too seriously and too critically, you're going to find all these, like, crazy things. But, like, if you just sit back and just trust that it'll make sense in the end, it generally does. And just, like, you don't overthink Dragon Ball Z. Um. Because if you did, you'd just be like, where's Emperor, Emperor Pilaf been this whole time? What has he been doing? Has Emperor he been scouring Pilaf? the earth for Dragon Balls? Oh, well, that happened in... That, that is who it was in Resurrection F, right? That collects all the Dragon Balls is Emperor Pilaf and his, his little minions. Looking a lot better than he did when he showed up in GT. Well, GT's not canon anymore, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's not, it's not but... canon anymore. Yeah, and and so, I love that they had Pilaf in uh, in in Battle of the Gods. I was like, what? <laughs> Pilaf? I'm like, get out of here. What are you doing? What is this little geez. sidebar? He's just awesome. Like whenever you see like an old villain like that show up, who's just way over Matt. Or Not just an old villain, the, the first villain. Yeah, yeah. God damn. And he was a threat at one point. And yeah, and, and I love how in Resurrection F now, like uh, Lord Beerus is just like their pal and Whis. I mean, he's still yeah. threatens to, to destroy the Earth, but they're like, "Hey, Beerus, what's up?" And he's just like, "Oh, I've been sleeping." Like, and you guys are training. What are you even doing here? There are a couple of frat boys. They sneak into his house to just hang out. <laughs> and yeah. hang out with Weez. It's so cool. And he looks like Weez, like, oh, I wanted to take something to make her cholesterol shoot up. And he was like, yep, pretty much. Oh, God, I love it. Just just like Vegeta and Goku training with Weez. It's like, what? That's, that's how this thing starts off. They're just up there training with Weez, and Weez is just, like, humoring them. That's so cool. <laughs> I mean, how more powerful are they going to get? Like, training with him? That's crazy. Absolutely what crazy. What color will their hair turn next? I know. And it's so it's cool how um, how, how Whis just, like, like uh, points out, like, both of their uh, their, their flaws. Like, like Goku is too arrogant, so Whis just, like, punches him in the side. <laughs> I was like, what? 
<laughs> it starts, was a cheap shot. It's a cheap shot. He just starts wincing. Oh god, the, the humor. Akira Toriyama has really good humor. He knows how, how to write it. Oh, it's yeah. like it's very subtle and it's very like just just really really cartoony. I love it. Or even like you know how he uh, how he interprets Frieza's hell is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the teddy bears. Very first scene in the movie. <laughs> the yeah. teddy bears in the marching parade. I bet you, I bet you some people were like, "Are we in the wrong movie?" Let's that's dude here. that's that's what i thought like when it started off i'm like what the fuck is this and, and it's, go- it's like he he turns in that cocoon yeah and i'm like oh <laughs> there he is all right sweet and dude i i'm like i busted out laughing and he was like oh, i spent an eternity in earth's hell i just flipped out i'm like that's his hell that's great that would be his hell yeah. it's just a bunch of like smiling kids hey mr grumpy <laughs> just <laughs> i like to think his hell would have a lot more actual monkeys in it because <laughs> yeah, he hates them so. How many times did Frieza say "monkey" in this? In this every movie? every time. It's so I, I'm good. pretty sure he, he he's you know his contract for this movie was like you got to say "monkey" at least three times. You know, like every time you you do an energy blast, you got to get three monkeys in there. <laughs> Who would oh, they get to the, for the voice for Frieza in this? Because whoever he's like the most arrogant sounding son of a bitch I've a ever heard. Really, like, really anywhere. good job. I, I wonder if it's the original person. Well, there I think there were two people who who did uh, Frieza in the series. The yeah, second one, I, I think, uh, stayed on, but it sounds like a matured, uh, like freezer act, like someone who's done it before, but a bit more mature because it didn't sound as annoying in English. I think, and I should fact check this, uh, and I will a little bit later. But I think the original Frieza voice actor died. I want to yeah, say, yeah, in English um, or in Japan? That I don't know, so I'm going to leave it at that, as vague as I possibly can. But I did remember reading that a, a little while ago, um, so I wonder if. If it was for like the American version, um, it was a fantastic recast because that's what I kind of remember it being. In all honesty, what was that? And he, I mean, I love um, just like the effeminate voice of it and just how creepy it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like it's like Akira Toyama makes these certain characters like Whis, Frieza, but yeah, it's supposed to be a dude. And I, I love that this in anime for sure. I guess it's a whole like. Uh, like kabuki, like old Japanese opera k- 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 kind of thing, where like uh, you know, the generals were were I don't know, like uh, re- reversed for for plays and opera and things like that. Because Frieza's supposed to be a dude, but it kind of has like yeah, an effeminate voice, and it's really weird. But I think that's what a- adds to Frieza's creepiness because it's yeah. like it's supposed to be a dude, but it's like oh, it has this like feminine voice a little bit, Vegeta. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Well, oh my god! Doctor Girlfriend English was a girl. <laughs> it's oh, Dr. Reverse Doctor Girlfriend. Reverse Doctor Girlfriend. Reverse Doctor Girlfriend. <laughs> we ran into someone at New York Comic Con who just is Doctor Girlfriend. She was beautiful, and she, she, she could do the great. voice a little bit. Oh god, she was Doctor Girlfriend. I was like, you do the voice. She was like, yeah, I'll do a little bit. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. You have a penis. Anyway. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. Okay, so going off topic a little bit. Speaking of voice acting, pick one or two English voice actors that you like in anime in general. It can be Dragon Ball Z, anybody. Let's just go up for a brief minute. Uh, I can go first because I pretty much have it. Troy Baker, uh, Mark Hamill, <laughs> and Nolan North. Damn it. Boom. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We got it. We did it. You guys did And now back to our show. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, Nolan North for sure. Um, he's just like he's super talented, you know. Like he to give you his range, um, Uncharted to Penguin in Arkham Knight and Arkham City, and Deadpool. 
has he done any anime work? Uh, I'm assuming he. I, I would mean, as, I would assume he, so. He does everything else. He he's <laughs> at least I want to say done additional voices. I feel like his career has been based off of him walking into recording booths and being like, "Hey, what's going on here? Twenty bucks, and I'll do a voice." <laughs> like it just has to be. That's the only thing that makes sense for me. Um, and I don't remember his name, but the guy who does the voice of Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Damn it! Oh, that was mine. Um, that was, who mine. was my choice. That yeah. was mine. Damn it! Oh, uh, damn it! I know his name. I know his name. Uh, uh, Stephen uh, Blum. God. Yeah. Steve, yeah. Steve yeah. Blum. Steve Blum. Steve Blum. I forget how you. His voice Blum. is amazing. Like yeah, it's it so iconic. Yo. <laughs> and he's and he's Tom from Toonami. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. That's Steve right. Blum. Uh, can I tell you my least favorite while we're on the subject? Sure. Even though that's not a question. Uh, the guy does the voice of Inuyasha. I was gonna say uh, I like. I was gonna say I like his voice because he also does uh, Bit Cloud in Zoids. Well, I see. I liked it until I met him. Um, I think it was my sophomore year or freshman year of college. How bourgeois uh, this I story? To, yeah, I, I went to Wizard World of Boston. Um, I went with a, a couple of the, I guess, the original college crew. Uh, one of them being Big Perm from back in the day, and we're kind of wandering <laughs> Big around Big Perm, and um, <laughs> he was just sitting there at a at a booth, and no one was talking to him. And this is kind of a weird thing, like Lou Ferrigno, no one was talking to. It was very, it was like, um, let's say the wrestler uh, Mankind was walking around, no one talking to him. What? So I went up, yeah, I went up to, um, I think his name was Richard Cox, the voice of Inuyasha. I went up to him, and I was just like, at the time, I was kind of interested in voice acting, and I thought it might be something I wanted to pursue. So I asked him, I was like, you know, how did you, you know, find the inspiration for the voice of Inuyasha? Like, it's really cool. It's, it's very emotive, stuff like that. And he just looks at me, and he talks in, like, his Inuyasha voice, and he goes, this is just my real voice. <laughs> I, I don't do anything. And I'm just like, that uh... fucking sucks. That's so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, and it took me a little bit to, like, you know, go up and just be like, oh, like, let's talk about your career and stuff like that. And it was just so, and ever since then, it's just been like, yeah, that's just your voice. I'd and I'm sure, like, you know, Steve, Steve Blum is the same thing, but like, well, oh, yes, 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 like, like yes all the no. magic just went away just because that's <laughs> yeah. their voice. Like, <laughs> it's literally like if someone were to be like, let me show you how all of the magic tricks in the world are done. <laughs> It's just like it's gone. That's I don't know. It's, it's, it's still it's still magical. I mean, the, I mean, the guy who does the voice of uh, Master Chief. I don't know why it escapes me right now. Like that's his regular voice. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy too because I was watching a YouTube video about him uh, talking about how you make really good chili, and it's just him talking, and it's Master Chief. It's the weirdest thing. He's just like, okay, so you want to put the thing in there? I can't do Master Chief, and then then you got really good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good chili. I was like, what? Master Chief making chili? What am I watching right now? What time is it? <laughs> you know who else is like that also like uh, james earl jones him true yeah, yeah. but also uh, you guys remember gargoyles yeah keith david oh, yeah, keith yeah. david like he's a, yes. and he's a little dude too he's not that big but he sounds his voice is so large and just so deep. Your life yeah welcome you know he just has like this like just and he's the voice of spawn oh, versus goliath so it's like yeah. and he's a little dude but it's it's his voice he's not doing anything to really change it you know and that's my yeah, choice, I mean, so there you go. I, I just think that's kind of like, I don't know, I've always found that as almost, I mean, it's, it's nice that's their natural voice and so they can make a career off of that, but I've always just kind of found it to be cheating, kind of. Like oh, like God. Mark Hamill. Curse like, these tries. people using their natural gifts. Well, like, like, I, so I have, I have more respect for Mark Hamill because of, like, obviously the Joker and how he's able to transform his voice into... An impression of Frank Gorshin? 
Well, I mean, yeah, like if it's you, easy to undercut anybody. If you like, so like if you, if you go to someone who watched uh, the animated Batman animated series in the '90s, and you go to them and they're not like a big nerd, but they just kind of watch it a little bit, and you go, "That's Luke Skywalker." Like every yeah, time I've done that, someone that fits that description, they're just like, "What?" I'm like, "Yes, that's that's Luke Skywalker," and then it yeah. just like blows their mind. Um, and that's what I think a good voice actor should do. They shouldn't really sound like themselves, or they should try to alter it in some way. But maybe that's just me. I, I, I kind of feel the same way, but I only feel that way with when they give actor actors, like, li- well, that, I guess that, that's demeaning. Uh, when they give people who do mostly live action when they acting give work. real actors the no, voice well, actor. Yeah, good job, Casey. You worked really yeah. hard. And now... Look, it's it's the same thing. It's acting, acting, and voice acting. Like, book books and comic books. Okay? Yeah. It's just the world that we live in. Uh, when they give people who are traditionally used to acting live voice acting roles, I, I always feel that that's kind of cheap. Because there, there is a sort of art to to the voices and I don't know if you guys have ever seen it but that uh that documentary um I think it's it's not called Hey it's that voice but I know that voice one... I know that voice yep. that was the name of it yeah um yeah, that is one. fantastic and it gives you such a really great insight into into how you know what makes a great voice actor what you know gives it good direction you know and the difference why you should generally use a, a trained voice actor rather than you know another trained professional in the acting world mm. Yeah, and, kind of and, and what's his name? Um, directed and was produced it, right? The guy does the voice of Bender. Yeah, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I believe that's, that's what it said on on Netflix. Uh, and also the voice of Marcus Phoenix. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, I really like. Um, yeah, I like the voice of the guy who does Inuyasha. He also does Big Cloud from Zoids. Uh, yeah. I like the guy who I don't know who does it, but I gotta look it up. The voice for for Beerus. The English voice for Beerus is really oh, good yeah. for some good. reason. I and and he he I love Beerus's character. He cracked me up in in this movie in more ways than one. Uh, like I love when 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 um you know we're we're skipping ahead, which you know I try not to do, but you know whatever. When 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 Frieza appeared, you know we started finding Goku, and he looked over, and he was just like, "Ah, Beerus." And then Beerus goes, now, now, Frieza, that wasn't polite. You didn't say Lord. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you prick. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, look at you. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, Beerus. <laughs> I just love, just the way he talks and he looks is amazing. Um, what's what I like? Uh, yeah, Parks uh, Eagle from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, and Japanese-wise, I love the voice of Orochimaru from Naruto. Like that raspy, like deep, deep voice. Like every time he comes on screen, I don't know who that voice actor is, but he is amazing. And he's just this deep, raspy, like, oh, Sasuke. And it's just, ah, and it hits you right in your earth. If you try to do it, it hits you mm. right in your gut. It's amazing. Dave, what it about you? right in the chakra. God. Nice. <laughs> um, Johnny Young Bosch too. He's all like voice the voice of Vash the Stampede. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he yeah. he was also the second Black Ranger, if you remember from Power Rangers. Really, the, the one who's yeah. a frog, yeah. Adam. You played Adam in Power yeah. Rangers. The frog. No he was Power Rangers. Same guy. What? Really? Same guy. No Vash the Stampede is the Black Ranger. What? No shit. Yeah. My mind is blown. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Dave, what about you? Voice actor. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what's her um what's her name? The actress actress who played Faye in uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, she's gonna I don't remember her name, but yeah. 
Because honestly, like a lot of times in anime, and this is just coming from like left field, of course. Like when usually a lot of times, like the the female lead is either one of two things: either she's militant or she's like the sex thing. You know what I mean? Oh, that's it's Wendy Lee. She's also um, Ray on Evangelion. And like her, like and her voice, really? Yeah. And I like her, so. her voice and portrayal of Faye is just like. It's it, she, she. She gives her a voice that she knows, and which is the character, of course, which she knows what she wants. She knows how to get it, and she'll kill any motherfucker to get it. Oh yeah, and I, I, I feel too, like because it's it, in English, it, it's not annoying. And a lot of times, I don't know why, but watching anime in English, which I really do, I watch everything uh, subbed. You get these annoying, oh, like, God. female voices. Like, they're so high-pitched and so whiny, and I'm just like, Ew, why does it sound like that? You know, but I wonder if it sounds like that on the Japanese end. When they when they watch, uh, when the Japanese people watch anime and they're in, they're like, oh, that, girl's vo- that voice actress is so annoying. But it's in Japanese, so to me, it sounds different. It's not as annoying. But in yeah. English, I don't know. A lot of times I'm watching in English, uh, in dubbed, and I hear a female's voice, and I'm like, oh, God. Like, sometimes it's just really, really annoying. You're just like, they're just really high-pitched, they're screaming, they're talking really fast, and I'm just like, oh, God. No wonder certain people don't like anime, because they think this is all it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... For me, it doesn't really bother me as much. Um, the only anime that I had the option to... I, I prefer watching it dubbed. Uh, I don't know, just because I don't feel like reading half the time. I'm really lazy. And if I'm going to read, I'm going to read a graphic novel. Um, but Dead Man Wonderland had the worst American voice acting oh, ever. And I, I can tolerate Naruto in English. Like I I'm, I, I actually like Naruto. I can't. Oh, God. I really can't I, tolerate it, Naruto in it's, English. It's annoying, but it's supposed to be annoying with him. That's no, it's, how I kind of look at it. It's not. It's not annoying. It's not a gag dub. What? Come on. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, the way, the, oh, God. that's the way I look at his character. And I haven't gotten to ship it in yet. So, like, if it's still happening, you're, then... You're, you're also... You're, you're posing this question to somebody whose favorite English dub job is Speed Racer. Oh, God. So don't try <laughs> to pull that crap on me, bro. I don't know. That's, that's, that's just the way I look at it. And <laughs> for me, I'm able to to buy that voice and the, the tone and, and a lot of the, like, believe it. Um, he doesn't say like oh, I hate that shit. Like, Believe it. So, <laughs> like I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. Does. I really, I really love like I really like Naruto. But yeah, the whole like Believe it shit. I was like that. That's not. Oh god, it's not. It's not there. That's like a, that's an American made but, thing. It's an American made thing, and it's like he doesn't need a catchphrase. He's so cool by himself. Search. And Sasuke's voice is off. Sakura's voice is so annoying in English. But, I'm sorry, but every time I hear that, I, I just want to punch my TV. And I'm like, why is it on this channel? No, wait. But you search. Know. But search. Oh God! Believe it. Damn it! <laughs> nothing I can do. Podcast over. Shutting it down. Shutting it down. We're throwing the server away. No more back here. Fuck you. We're doing it. No post show. No nothing. You're witnessing the end of an era. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Unfolding live. Oh, you can't see, but I had a huge smile on my face, oh. and I'm like, damn it, don't do it. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh. But no, I, I the price of admission, everybody. There, there is a oh. lot of American anime that's that's poorly dubbed, and it's just like a lot of it's. I mean, this day and age is pretty unacceptable because now we we I feel like we have with video games this whole like uh, this new resurgence of voice actors that really take the the craft seriously and do a fantastic job, no matter what role. So again, like Little North, I said, is one of my favorites. 
Um, he did Deadpool, but also did Superboy and Superman in Young Justice, which was really cool. Just because it didn't yeah. really like he his voice always sounds familiar, but like it just it it didn't sound like him all doing the same voice over and over. So it's just I remember that I appreciate and I, yeah, go ahead, dude. Like I remember the days of like when like anime was still kind of like sort of like on TV, but still like kind of underground. Like when you really wanted to get like the Japanese version, and this is before like. There was, like, cable internet. We were still using dial-up and shit. It's like, you had to go to, like... In the days of LimeWire. Yeah. No, not even oh, before God. that. Even before that, it's <laughs> like... You had to go to, like, some bodega down the street where you knew, like, somebody named Carlos or Vinny or whatnot. You know what I mean? And they had, like, that one little shelf of, like, all the Japanese anime. Or maybe you went to that one comic book shop that had, like, the one tiny shelf. And they're all, like, in... Like, all, like, in Japanese writing, and maybe sometimes they had, like, a magic marker that actually was written on the actual name and who was in it, and it's like, that's what we had. That's all we had, and we could bring it home and watch it. And, like, the... the yeah, who can forget Vinny from the, the local hobby store? Hey, kid, I got your Sailor Moons right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I got more Gundams for you. You just step in the back and get your Gundams. Put it together with your hands. It's an import. <laughs> good quality. Good tracking. You know what they call Optimus Prime in Japan? Convoy. What a shitty name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting this out to the world. There needs to be more uh, grizzled Italian men running comic book and anime shops. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Speaking of voices, there are some really good uh, English dubbed anime. Like, I enjoyed watching Death Note English dubbed. Yeah. You know, that was was really, really well done. Like the guy who did the voice of Light Yagami. Oh, God. Amazing. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, one of my favorite animes. Really, yeah. really good job, English dub. Yeah. yeah. Also, a rare one where they actually cast a kid in a kid role. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's why I got replaced in Brotherhood. Makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Vampire Hunter D, like the movie. Ooh. I heard... I heard that they actually made that with uh, English dub in mind. So really, I think it's I believe, um, yeah, one of the one of the anime club crew from uh, the good old alma mater uh, t- told me that that huh. th- it only existed in English. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Someone tell me. That was actually my first anime I've like ever the, seen. That's yeah. I was like seven when I, was I saw say, it. Isn't but... that just like the the second season of Big O is like that? Just uh, just for a Western audience. Uh, that's true. Oh, Big O is great too. Yeah, that had everything. It was like noir giant robots. Done. It's, it's still my favorite giant robot show because it's. I mean, they're like they're they're slow when they fight, but you feel the hits. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it it was more realistic that way, right? Like at that yeah. point, I was used to seeing like the Megazord and Voltron fighting, where yeah. they're like, pretty agile <laughs> and fast. Form you just see, blazing like, sword. Yeah. <laughs> form arms and legs, and I'll form the head. And then you just see Hold like on. you just see like pretty much in Big O, Rock'em Sock'em robots, like boom. Yeah. And then it's just like one after one hit after another, and you like felt those hits, which was awesome. Um, but I think my fight, my favorite giant robot is Big Guy from Big Guy and Rusty. I like Big Guy and Rusty. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's so, a taste of some apple pie. So much <laughs> propaganda going on there. 
It's crazy. But Power it's good. Blast it's, like, off. It's, it's Frank Miller, too, who created the characters. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did a, a one-off comic them. book back in the day. Yeah, I have the two single issues. They're like giant size too, which is pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. Prestige format. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the name of the artist, but it was great. It was. Do you remember who the artist was? The... Oh, now you put me on the spot. I I just can't remember. Uh, it starts with a G. Oh, I'll get it. Yeah, I can't remember. And, I lost it. And my buddy. Who um, but he's done. He's done a lot of other stuff, and he's oh, sure. one of the most like in terms of detail, like just on a single page. He's one of the most oh. prolific. Uh, yeah. Prolific artists out there. Uh, Jeff Darrow. Yeah, I knew it started with a G. Jeff. Yep. Darrow. Um, yeah. Which is just like it's just great writing and great propaganda writing. But anyways, we're getting it. We got it way off track, and there's no weird way to get back to Dragon Ball Z. So um, last time, a bad we'll fucking we'll podcast. Have to, we'll have to were... instant transmit ourselves back into the topic. But um, <laughs> they were talking about Dragon I, Ball Z. But, so this is the thing that's, that's crazy too is like they were so far away that Dra- Goku couldn't even instant transmission. They had to like power up. Kinda. That part and, was so cool. But I don't know. Like, but it, I don't know about anybody else. Just, but in my head, I was just like, "Oh, that's so cool!" But I was just like, "Okay, everybody, Goku has to transmission back here. Everybody, power up to maximum." They're like, "God!" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, yes!" It's such a cool moment. So was it just me, or did Frieza like help out with that? You think so? I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because like, uh, no, no, like really, really, because like uh, when they were all powering up, Goku, it, it panda Goku, and Goku had a flash of everyone and Frieza. So I think yeah. uh, like Frieza did put out a little bit of power to be like, I'm right here, saying. Well, because that's the whole reason me. why Frieza's there, right? Is just to kill Goku. That's the only reason he wants to kill Goku and Vegeta. Like he doesn't. It's the like, same reason he was there the last time when Trunks cut him up to little right. Frieza yeah. niblets. <laughs> That was another one of those funny moments, too. And it took amazing. Trunks, like, no effort to do that, too, right? It was just like, you're dead. You're cut up. Next. Well, it came from the future, and he's really strong. He's the son of Vegeta. So you would oh, think. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you, you, as a viewer, you're like, oh, my God, Freeze is back, and he's part, like, robot? That's fucking nuts. He's got to be way powerful. This is going <laughs> to last, like, ten episodes. Chop. Oh, I guess, <laughs> like, I guess damn, not. well, um, a brand new villain must be coming out if, if uh, Freeze will get handled like that. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's one of those things that you kind of chuckle at, and then you kind of like, oh god, what's coming? <laughs> and yeah. also, I, I love in the beginning of this movie where they're bringing Frieza back to life, and <laughs> they're talking to Shenlong, and he's just like, "Bring Frieza back now!" He's like, "It's not wise to piss off a dragon." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, please bring him back. <laughs> I've actually always wondered that. Is like Shenlong the can can Shenlong be defeated if someone like went went to toe to toe? Like, was that ever touched upon in the series at all? I, I would assume so. Didn't didn't they kill him, or did he just die when the I guess the planet blew up or something? I mean, yeah, they the I mean, blo- well, well, yeah, when the, the, the Namekian dies, he dies, right? Famous yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoever balls. is the yeah. guardian of that planet, because they're the ones who have to create the Dragon Balls in that planet, so the Dragon Balls are gone. But right. it, it was crazy to see that you know he's so powerful. And the only time he's ever winced was when he saw Beerus. And then it, even Bulma pointed out, they're like, really? anyone ever seen Shenlong, like, a- actually afraid? And he's like, oh, Lord Beerus, I, I didn't see you there. And people were like, what? <laughs> like, since when is Shenlong afraid of anybody or anything? The right. Battle of the Gods. And, you, and Beerus is like, oh, it's okay. Just give them what they want and get on with it. Yeah, uh, Yes, yeah, I will, sir. Th- thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Is Beerus that strong he makes Shenlong quake? That's crazy. And even Frieza, too. Like... <laughs> the whole, whole huh Pierce is here you mean you're not here to stop me I said you're yeah. free to do whatever you want like he's just like what do I care he's just that powerful I love Beerus well remember too Frieza said um, 
his father had told him there are two beings you do not mess with. <gasps> yes! Majin Buu and Beerus. That was cool. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the power like, levels. Those are the two badass dudes. I wonder if, like, you know, having... Because wasn't it in the Majin Buu saga where they said that, like, him in his, like, fat Buu form isn't... It's like it's like his watered down form where they ended up like fusing him with someone else so he would be like more tame. Yeah, he he, he ate one of the the ancient kais. That's right. That's right. As Kid Boo, and he became all chubbified. But I wonder if there's an, a, another form that we never saw of Boo that we maybe see as a movie, where it just like puts him on level with Beerus. That would oh my god, that would be amazing because yeah, um, one of the Kai's was saying you know oh that's not his true form or whatever like yeah. when he was Fat Boo I think, and right, then yeah. and then uh, then when he was Kid Boo he didn't I don't remember him confirming that that was his final form but he but he trembled even more when he turned into Kid Boo, yeah but I don't so think I, I he wonder ever if confirmed. he can absorb Beerus or we that he, would be he'd crazy. become Lord, Lord Burris Burris <laughs> Burris wow Lord Burris. <laughs> I used to be able to do the Majin Buu voice too, the fat Buu, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna try it anymore. I'm gonna, gonna <laughs> hurt everyone's ears. The Buu's gonna eat you. <laughs> You're gonna You're saving the headphone it. uses a lot of pain. I'm gonna turn yeah. into candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really cool. Like I love the nods to the Buu saga, obviously because it was my favorite. But also, um, I loved how when they got all the Dragon Balls and like, yeah, bring Frieza back to life. And he's like, uh, that's not wise because he's in a bajillion pieces and I can't put it back together. I was like, oh, yeah, he is, wasn't he? Yeah. And then <laughs> they're like, yeah, well, just do it anyways. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. Like, it should be all right. And he goes, what's your other wish? And he's like, oh, I get two wishes. Well, I can bring back Lord Slug. I can bring back this guy. This guy in the fox is just Kate like, Cole, I yeah. want a million Zen. <laughs> that stupid Poof. fox, dude. He's so cool. <laughs> I love the reason why, like, remember the girl was like, you could have gotten more. You're so stupid. And then he was like, I don't want more. I think a billion is just fine. I want my kids to grow up rich and spoiled. That was great. That was so awesome. Yeah, because they said in the first one, when he stole the diamond, he was just like, well, if you're too rich, it's too much pressure. And you grow up all like, you know, like, yeah, that's right. That's too much pressure, too much money. Like, what a weird sidebar. But it totally explained why you know, like the this movie can got a lot and create a lot crazier if they summon anybody. But but okay, so Shenlong was saying if uh, he brought back Frieza, he would be in tiny little bitty pieces when he brought him back because that's how he died. But yeah. other people were brought back from death, like from planets exploding and shit. So how are they able to come back intact? From people disintegrating. Shenlong, yeah, Shenlong. Uh, again, Dragon Ball Z is best enjoyed if you don't ask questions <laughs> like that. It's best it's, enjoyed if Shalom. It's like the military. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. But um, um But yeah, like it's just those little moments in there that make me really appreciate um Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Like, wasn't it the first time they summoned uh Shenron? Was uh wasn't it Oolong who was just like, I want women's panties. Poof. And he got Bulma's panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like oh god, it, and it was it was Emperor Pilaf who was there too. Who was gonna like summon the death of everything, and he's just like, "Give me some panties," and it's just like, "Poof, yeah, your wish has been he's, granted." He stole the wish. Yeah, yeah I love how Dragon Ball was so dirty, like oh, <laughs> just yeah. so dirty. Oh yeah, that's why I got watching Dragon Ball Z. One of my buddies was like, "Oh look, have you seen this uh, show called Dragon Ball? So I got some stuff in it." And I'm like, "Oh no, what? What's it got in it?" And he's like, "Oh look, it's got look, look, because you know you're little kids. So you're like, ah, look at that boobies and things and." Boobs. Yeah. 
It's like, he's touching her vagina. No, no, yeah, when he's patting it. He's patting it. He doesn't understand what he's doing. Oh, God. I was just like, Uh, wow, this series is amazing. I was watching something on YouTube where they had, like, kind of, like, the top ten censored moments that, like, don't really make any sense on Dragon Ball. And some of them they censored, but they made it creepier. So, like, when Frieza was, like, uh, when he was chopped in half, they changed his blood color to, like, a gray. And, like, you know, he just looks, like, very inhuman because it's all, like, there's no actual blood. But in the Japanese version, it was just red. But, like, if you look at it, like, him not having red blood and his, like, interior of his flesh being the same colors of his exterior just, like, adds this creepy factor to me, you know? Yeah. It also made a weird amount of sense when you consider this movie. Like, when they're oh, holding yeah. his fleshy chunks in his hand and they're just, it's just the same colored blob. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, but this always goes this goes to show you that sometimes like censors just censor to be like a dick. They're just like, oh, we have to change this because we are going on a power trip right now. Yeah, there's some like, weird moments in uh, Dragon Ball Z, like uh, when when Chi Chi's dad was uh, smoking a, a cigar. They they like erased that in the English version that they uh, released on Toonami. And it's funny too because an article came out where they were showing like all, all the frames and how expensive it is to like go back and like take that stuff out. But mm. it's just like okay, on the same network, you're showing Bugs Bunny light up a big fat cigar just like a woman, kiss a guy and shoot him in the face. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but Chi Chi's dad can't have a cigar but Bugs Bunny can have a huge one that has a gun inside an Acme gun inside of it and shoot off Daffy Duck's bill it's like really same network guys like what do you come on consistency I mean that's it's like one of the yeah it's like the one of the inconsistent giant double standards and just because they came out in different times too like back then it was like smoking wasn't considered bad for you when Bugs Bunny was doing that so and now it is so now we get the double standard of you know we can show all the cleavage you want in the world but you show one goddamn guy smoking a cigarette <laughs> and you're getting fucking fined i also thought because like because uh, anime is foreign and uh, looney tunes is good old american made it's just like well bugs bunny smoke nope it's american it's fine it's okay yeah. but this Burn. japanese cartoon is showing a cigarette nope nope no cigars block it out it's foreign can't do it but our american made stuff can do it it's fine yeah america because because American made is classic. Yeah, classic. good. You don't, you don't mess up classic. Because everything America is good. Good. Anyway, back to Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> we're, we're turning into Edgar from Men and Back really quick. Really, yeah, really what quickly. the hell? So, Sugar water. water. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, watching this movie, it just, like, brought me back to, like, my glory days, you know, of Dragon Ball Z and just made me, like, really want to go back and watch all of it. And it's a shame that it's not on Netflix. Yeah, I wonder if I think it's because like Funimation has their own rights and they have their own streaming thing. I think, but Naruto's not Funimation. Um, I don't is know. Naruto, is Naruto on, on on Netflix? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, huh? I remember at some point they did have Funimation stuff on Netflix because I remember like they have that Funimation thing and it annoys the shit out of me. It and does. I'd, like do the binging and I'd be like, oh my god, this fucking thing again. It made me not watch <laughs> certain, certain anime because I just couldn't. Do that like hey, fucking hey, title card every twenty you minutes. You should be watching. No, <laughs> it was coming. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you said it, my anyway, own medicine. Anyway, back on track. The battle begins in, in Goku instant transmissions down to Earth. There's Frieza. He's like, "Yo, what up, Goku?" Goku's like, "Damn it, how'd you come back here?" And then fucking Piccolo's just like, "Oh, some of the Dragon Balls, and you know he's back, and it sucks." <laughs> he was just like, so that's what that was six months ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one looks no one bothered to investigate that. Seriously, like six months <laughs> passed by. Oh yeah. You're bound to the that. Dragon Balls, you moron. You should know this. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, and he should know where they are too. You like, ate your on, old self. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's like the worst guardian ever. Just oh my god. the worst. Fucking Goku turning into like his his new Super Saiyan form. Girl. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking badass. Like, what do you guys think about about like the, the aqua hair? The aqua. I don't like, like it. I, I don't, don't care like for it. it either. I really don't care for it. I don't know it's why like, they went that color. Well, it's like I know like super. I, I wonder if Super Saiyan Four as that's not a thing anymore. I wonder if that kind of like those color schemes made them not want to use or go that direction anymore. Because for me, that made sense in Dragon Ball GT. It's like, you know, they get so powerful, they start to revert to their most powerful form. Which yeah. is the... the uh, what What is the monkey form called? I think the Uzuru or something. Yeah, Uzuru, Uzuru form. Yeah. Right? They start to incorporate that into them where they have more and more control over it. And even, uh, in, just made... in, and even in Dragon Ball Z, when they had flashbacks to uh, the, 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 the planet of uh, Vegeta, and they're talking about the legend of the Super Saiyan, I think there was a silhouette... Right. Of him having a tail and everything, so I was like, oh, yeah. I wonder if Well, that... I mean, they all have tails anyways. Like, there's no reason why they're... Very true, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, would not mm. have a tail, and it was only when Goku came to Earth and got rid of his tail, where, because he was turning into his Uzuru form, um, that they were like, yeah, it's not gonna happen, and then, you know, that's kind of like, almost their way of showing, like, humankind that they're not there to destroy them, is they just chop off their own tail. And they can grow it back, too, it's not like a big deal. Because I know Goku did it, or it does grow back, right? Every once in a while, they have to just keep on chopping when it you're, off. When you're a when you're a kid, it, it keeps growing back. Because Gohan's grew back, I think, once, and then yeah. Piccolo ripped it off. Yeah, too. Um, and he also blew up the moon. I mean, he took like every possible measure yeah. to make sure this poor kid didn't turn into a giant monkey. I mean, just smart. <laughs> That's just like um, in Zombieland, where like double tap. Yes, if you think a zombie said, just shoot it in the head again. Just fine. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, and I hated what, what like how Go- Gohan has become nerfed for all sakes and gaming purposes. Like they nerfed him. He used to, like I used to yeah. love Gohan, oh, and he was totally did. and he was so like he was so powerful. He too, he killed Cell when, uh, when when Piccolo was training him in in the Saiyan Saga. They're like, oh, he has this untapped power that you know, like uh, he hasn't even tapped into yada yada. And it's just like, oh, he's gonna grow up to be like a crazy powerful dude. And it's just like they nerfed him. Like, oh, like you know, like Chi Chi wants him to, you know, to be a good student or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if if it happened in Japan where maybe kids were like, you know, uh, I guess emulating Gohan. You know, oh, he's young like me, and oh, look, he's not paying attention to his studies, and he wants to fight. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. And they're like, wait, oh, we have to nerf him because kids in Japan are. I, I don't know what the explanation is, but they nerfed him, and now he's just like I'm in a, I'm in a tracksuit, and I could turn Super Saiyan. I think I was like his, really his his character arc always has like its its ups and downs. Like he starts yeah. off the show in Dragon Ball Z as like a whiny little baby, yeah. but then he you know he he does that whole scene where he breaks out of the pod and he completely like caves in Raditz's chest, yeah. which was sick house awesome for a baby. <laughs> um, then he's on Namek. He's fighting about on the same level of Krillin. You know, of course, later after that, he, he kills Cell. And then when he's an adult, we see him with, like, as the great Saiyan man. Which oh, is God. Absolute God. Freaking oh, God. favorite thing that he does. Great Saiyan man. He's half superhero, half freaking Ginyu Force, and half yeah. Saiyan. He's like the man bear pig of Dragon Ball Z. I'm the and man then, bear pig, uh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then, even then, he has, like, a pretty decent showing, but then, the next time we see him, he's all trained up, he breaks the sword, he lets out the old Kai, and then he starts wearing his dad's clothes. 
Yeah. And he's just a supreme badass, and he doesn't even need to transform. And then, like, that's I mean, his highest moment when he's fighting Super Boo. So for me, um, the way I kind of, as I do with things that don't make sense, I try to explain them in my own mind using nothing that they've really presented in the show, but kind of reading in between the lines. So for me, um, fighting and what kind of Goku and Vegeta and like the whole Z squad kind of do, uh, I think a lot of the other world views as being childish, even though like they're saving the universe over and over again. And it's one of those things where like, Gohan grows up and he, like, you know, he's a teenager. He's like, yeah, like I want to do this. It's really cool. It's all the stuff my dad does. It's awesome. And then, you know, he meets Videl and he kind of like settles down. And then he got, he doesn't like, he was never really serious about it to begin with. He only did it because there was an immediate danger. If you look at his track record, he only shows up right. when shit's about to get, go down. And that doesn't make like a good consistent hero or warrior at all so like you know no one showed up for years so he hasn't had to train i mean it looks like everything that happens in all the sagas happen pretty quickly one after another whereas we took a break and we haven't seen anything so he's just out of shape and he can kind of go super saiyan but i was surprised he didn't have like a beer gut or something like that <laughs> just like a dad bod just shape. like total dad bod from having a <laughs> kid and or, like, yeah, he starts been... looking more and more like the Ox King, because that's his grandfather. Yeah. You know? Oh, like my God. That would be so awesome. <laughs> um, he's big old Gohan. Of, well, speaking of that, too, there's a lot of characters we didn't, we didn't get to see in this movie. Um, and I know they kind of explained it away, but, like, we didn't get to see Goten or Trunks. I love how they just, uh, like, yeah, they tapped them out, too. They're like, they're, oh, we didn't tell uh, G- 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 Goten and Trunks because they were just, you know, challenged for using a fight. Like, what? Do that! Yeah. You know, like, why fusion dance, let, become go tanks. Why would you let old man Roshi show up for a fight and not them? Fan service. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Seeing Master Roshi there was fucking awesome. Especially when he, like, went into, like, jacked mode. Yeah, he did a, he did a Kamehameha. It's like, yes! Because yeah. he's Master Roshi. Yeah. He, I mean, it was... Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> what? The ori- the, he's the original Kamehameha oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what he did. I see no, what he did there. So it's just the way you said it. It was yeah. weird. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's <laughs> weird. It's weird. Um, and like Chaozu, we didn't get to see. Yamcha, we didn't get to see. You don't need to see I, those, those jerks. Oh, like, dude, I love. <laughs> dude, I love, the, I love the Freddy Prince Jr. of the Dragon Ball Z universe. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he's awesome. He's just like, you know, with his bullfang fist. Might as well see uh, Yajirobe then, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he? I want to see him. I don't know. Like, Yajirobe, get in the fight. No, you guys are okay. <laughs> I'm over here. Like, they really just need to do, like, a reunion movie where we see yeah. everyone ever. That'd from, be like, awesome. beginning to end. That'd be, that, like, that'd We be had cool. that already. Supreme Kai, King they had Kai. That, uh, I talked about that uh, on the preview that, oh, that yeah, yeah. Son Goku and his friends return. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that movie is was that Z or was that GT? It it takes place after Z. So yeah, but it's yeah. got it's got everybody in it. Like they all show up. For <laughs> so like yeah, that's the reason. Moment. It's so forgettable. Forgettable. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I definitely have to find that and watch that just because it's just like there's all these little characters that you forget about along the way that like contributed so much to the growth of the characters we follow throughout this whole thing. And it's just like yeah, yeah, Jerobi, come on, dude, where, where are you hiding? I'm glad that, uh, that that King Kai wasn't in this. I find him annoying. 
Like oh, even even I... even in the Japanese version, he's really annoying. It's from the Japanese version. His voice is like really deep. It sounds like an old man. And oh, then really? uh, yeah, and then in the English one, you know, like it's just like this high pitch, just like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love <laughs> that. It was the Kaokan. You're like, what? Shut up, you stupid fish thing. You can't. You can't do it three times. Yes, I can. Oh, I guess you can. <laughs> you can only use the spirit bomb one time in your life. I gotta use it again. Okay. All like, the times. Like he's like twelve million times. All the times. Every time. <laughs> he was watching like, watch me. <laughs> watch me, King Guy. Watch me do it. It'd and be Pycon. cool if they did like a spirit bomb in this in this version, but you know, it was, it was cool that like he was able to handle Frieza in his like final final form. Yeah. Gold Frieza. Frieza is crazy but like i love too how like they were fighting each other like vegeta and goku about who gets to fight Frieza. like what's going on and bulma's just like oh my god i can't believe i'm married to him <laughs> like, this is, like, he's such a jerk he's such a stupid jerk he's like what kakarot you told me to be my turn he just starts fighting goku sucker punches him in the face <laughs> so i was like no of well, course like, it had to be vegeta when they're up in the air too, you can just see Vegeta standing there with his arms crossed, and you he's might like, as well see like steam coming out of his ears. He's just like he's, he's just like he's gonna beat him before he can get up there. Fucking idiot! Just seething. Get up there. He's like, damn it, this right, he's gonna beat him. Damn it! And he's like, oh Vegeta, you want to beat him now because you see his weakness too. He's <laughs> like, oh my weakness. Oh god. And meanwhile, <laughs> Beerus and Wiz are just eating like a strawberry yeah. like Sunday thing. Well, like and, and how Bulma tricked them into coming down, too, was fucking awesome. She was like, oh, here's an ice cream. You can come get it. And they're like, whoa, what's that? So what's, you're like, ooh, what is that? Let's go down there. Oh, I've got a, I've got a missed voicemail. <laughs> I almost thought I almost thought for a minute that Beerus would jump in because uh, when he told Frieza to move away from the fight because he, he doesn't want to you know, mistake like his fighting rubble with like sprinkles. <laughs> and <laughs> Frieza's just like, uh, okay. I love how like, Frieza just so scared. Like everyone just respects him so much. They are so scared of him. And, and I thought like, you know, like a, like a crumb would go in there and like, you know, he would just come over and just punch like, you know, Frieza in the face. But it's cool though that, that, uh, that um, it seemed that Beerus kind of had some respect for Frieza too because in Battle of the Gods, like he mm. said something about Frieza's power. You know, oh yeah, like he was surprised that uh, that that a Saiyan beat beat Frieza. He's like, "What, Frieza? Someone more powerful than him? Like, <laughs> like defeated? He's defeated? Because like Frieza is just so powerful. I think he's a power level of like what one million or something like that. It's like some outrageous, like hilariously arbitrary number yeah, at this point. Some, yeah. Like ridiculous. And then and I think in this one, he's like, I can get it. I can get it to like a million and one or some ridiculous thing. Yeah, yeah. Like Frieza's and then all the scouters fire. break. All of yeah. them? That was so <laughs> cool when he came back, the resurrection. All the scouts are just like, just bursting up on people's faces. It's like, oh what have God. we done? It's amazing. And that wasn't even in his final, this wasn't even his final form, and he yeah. was blowing up scouters in the ship. I, I, thought, he... I thought I thought there was a big missed opportunity when he was transforming. Like if they had like sped through his old transformations even real quick. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice to see. I was expecting that. It would have been really, really cool. I would have liked to see more detail on it too, like maybe make it feel more monstrous as he goes through them. You know, like make it look like it's painful for him to transform. I thought that would have been pretty fucking cool. Mm, yeah, yeah, to go from his final form to his final final form. Yeah, no, no, not even just going from his oh, like just like uh, his level one form, up yeah, to level his level one yeah. to two to yeah, to or like a cooler looking form. Yeah, just not like <laughs> oh, gauche, awesome. not the gauche gold. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was more. That was more fucking Doctor Girlfriend, but whatever. <laughs> um, Let's all do voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but um what i really like uh that that intergalactic police officer is fucking cool too that guy was so cool <laughs> it's he Marco. Was, yeah. yeah he's the man he <laughs> they, they he talk about so funny for half an hour he was just like yeah like, like i didn't expect him to even be able to hold his own either yeah, and it's just like, oh, but when is Frieza coming? Oh, in about an hour or 30 minutes. It's like, what? How yeah. soon? How do you How order you? Why do we do all this other stuff? <laughs> They're just messing around with goldfish <laughs> and food. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Frieza's on his way. This entire, he's like, what, you idiot? Why are we doing all the other stuff? He's love, coming to kill us. I love, like, in the same aspect, like, those two guys that robbed the bank and they get caught by Krillin, who just happens to be a cop whatsoever. Yeah, and he's like, oh, gotta suit up, and he goes, you know, t- what talks to Android nineteen, and he's like, let's go, I'm gonna go old school. He can shave my head, and he just shaves his head. I was like, oh my god, yes, it's Krillin, the Krillin I grew up loving. He has a shaved head. Go this is gonna be great. Yeah, like she shaves his head, and then he blasts off, and then eighteen's like, he's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's so cool. <laughs> Everybody loves Krillin. Everybody, he's so cool. And yeah, c- c- compared to normal humans, he's a super saiyan compared to normal humans. The way yeah. he like teleported, kick. Yeah. He's just like, all right, while he's on the phone, just styling on those thieves. I was like, you fools. You <laughs> At no the same idea. time, I think why everyone loves Krillin is because he knows he's going to get his ass whooped, but he's going to fight anyway. You yeah, know? he like, goes out there. He will do fight tooth and nail, like give it all he's got, even though he knows he's going to lose until Goku says, run away, I got this. You know, And even still, he'll stick around. So it's like, I think that's why everyone loves Krillin, just because he doesn't give up. He's that little buddy that's like, he won't quit, you know? Yep, I know, as I am Krillin, as we found out on Sunday. So. <laughs> Thanks, Damn guys. It. I, appreciate, I appreciate the compliment. Damn it. <laughs> Greg, you suck, Greg. You, Just you, rub, you that suck. In, that, rub the salt on that wound a little bit more. <laughs> so, You're horrible, Greg. Yeah. So Goku's all like, yeah, like I, I reached a lot, a lot of things have happened. I've had reached uh, Super Saiyan God mode, which, too much to explain to Frieza, but anyway, I've retained that, and that's why I have now awkward hair and eyebrows and... So I mean, why the, that color? The it's name, so the name of it is even ridiculous. It's it's Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Yeah, because so the dumb. the base form that's you know magenta. Right. That one's just Super Saiyan God, but the blue and, hair and, and the magenta one I, that was tolerable. It was like, oh, I can like, get it. It looks just like Kaioken, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I yeah. was thinking. It's just like there's not much of a difference between that and Kaioken. Speaking of which, could he go Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan Kaioken times 30? <laughs> According to the other world tournament, he sure can. I mean, would it, would it do anything at that point? Would he just like burst into raw power? Hmm. That's what I never really understood about like the whole thing is, you know, they're Super Saiyan 2 and, you know, Gohan is having trouble fighting Cell and you just can't figure out why. And it's just like, why don't you just go Kaioken and then I'll just like pull you over the top. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> like I, don't, I never understood why they couldn't do Super Saiyan and Kaioken. Maybe because if you follow uh, Naruto, maybe because the way his keys lined up, you can only have one or the other. But or like uh, in gaming, you can only have maybe like one super at a time. You know? Right, right. Yeah. And I understand that by like gaming logic, but like based on what I understand about Kaioken, it's, it just multiplies your pa- your base power, what it is already, by a number. Well, you can so argue that, that 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 that's what Super Saiyan is doing, right? But you can multiply a multiplier. Hmm. Math, yeah, that's what's going Super Saiyan two and then three. Guys, it's yeah. too it's it's too late to math right now. Let's not do this. <laughs> it's just math. It's not math it's right just now, guys. Super Come Saiyan on. two and three <laughs> and four. Super Saiyan God, God. Super Saiyan. 
It's a it's a damn cartoon we all grew up in loving. Let's not destroy it, all right? With math, it's an anime. Okay? It's not a cartoon. It's, it's math. Let's not do math right now. Math is destroying everything. Just no math. But but I loved how even Vegeta got to that level. Yeah. I was like, what? Vegeta too? Wait, what? So th- well, does, you, that, you, does that mean they all came together and then they shared the power and then Vegeta became a Super Saiyan God for a little bit and then he retained it like Goku? I it's, don't know. it's the it's the same way he just kind of showed up and was like, "Oh yes, I'm a Super Saiyan as well." And he just <laughs> completely obliterates the stupid fat android. So what good. if he never actually goes Super Saiyan? What if he just like moves so fast he just dyes his hair really quickly and comes back and just, just <laughs> it the whole time? <laughs> we'll never know the secret. <laughs> because they always like they do this in Dragon Ball Z so much, and it's hilarious where they get that coveted ultra power that only one Saiyan can potentially have, and then another one gets it. And then yeah. another one gets it. And then before and then you know, all have it. Th- yeah, then the whole like, cast has it. Even people yeah. who aren't Saiyans have it. The dog has it. <laughs> the dog. Yeah, like there's there's just like this fable about like Krillin going Super Saiyan back in middle school. I was like, what? That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to see Nappa Super Saiyan. Whoa, he, gets, <laughs> he gets like a like a forelock or something. He has like uh, Armstrong hair. <laughs> no, he's no his his his, his, his handlebar mu- his handlebar mustache. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. his handlebar mustache just gets longer and bigger. It's like, a, like it's like a, a yellow golden like he, lo- he looks like Yosemite Sam. It just comes all the way out. It's okay. bigger than his body. <laughs> like a really long pime. Goku, I dare you to cross this line. I dare you to cross it again. Tarnation. <laughs> yeah, he just like he folds his arms and like his Fu Manchu mustache and does the fighting and punching. It's <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> so bad. Amazing! Oh god! But I, yeah. Anyways, to get back on track, they're, they're Frieza, Goku, Vegeta, all fighting. They're all doing it, and they realize that Frieza's uh, power has a limit, and not even Frieza realizes it, which is really dumb. It's just kind of like it's kind of like when you like learn how to do in, like an ultra move in, in Mortal Kombat, and you're like, "Hey guys, look what I can do!" And you never practice it. You just did it once, and now you think you could do it all the time. Yeah, she's like, oh, you're so bad. At no, this. I swear, Johnny Cage, he uppercuts you three times and three it's, heads fly out. It's so terrible. Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, Goku ends up saving the day and winning and and all that all that good stuff because it's, it is Dragon Ball Z. Vegeta's um, about to have the winning moment, and he gets it. Yeah. The the Earth blows up. Time gets wound backwards. Yeah. Oh, and, I forgot about that. Yeah, and he still can't. He still doesn't get to do it. Yeah, oh my god. So that's like the funny thing though. too. And and you saw that coming too. Like it was such bad foreshadowing when uh earlier in the movie um Weiss is talking about a moment where Beerus destroyed was it one of the moons or one of the suns? I think it was one, one of the, of the suns. suns. And it just caused this like huge massive thing. Weiss is like, Yeah, I just rewound time and just made him like bopped him on the head and it stopped the whole thing. Um So then it's like, Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do that. They're gonna do that. At the end, I bet. And it's this like, crazy moment where, like, Frieza's sitting there, like, defeated on the ground. And he, like, punches the ground, which was actually kind of cool. Like, it kind of made him a little more grounded for me as a character when he did that. Where he was just so aggravated. He just, like, punched the ground. And then Vegeta's about to, like, just annihilate him. And then he just charges this crazy power into the core of the Earth and just explodes everything. Everyone dies. Except for, like, Whis, Beerus... Goku. Anybody and, he could fit in that bubble. Yeah. Boma. Yeah. Boma, yeah. Uh, they're all in there. And they rewind time, and, and then Goku just, like, you know, pretty much cock blocks. And Vegeta has no idea what's going on. He's like, damn it, Kakarot! <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then they all kind of just live happily ever after, right? But I bump on a nice wrapped little bow. And, and then at the end, of the end like, um, you know, Goku was like, hey, Vegeta, like, uh, maybe we should do that thing that we said and team up together. Maybe more enemies yeah. won't be able to stand up against us, like he was saying, you know, just in case another enemy pops up. And he's just like, ah, oh, fine. Like, oh, what does that mean? Hmm. I wonder if they'll fusion dance and then go Super Saiyan God. My God. Huh? Super Saiyan God saying fusion yeah. dance into. <laughs> Like, then but, they'll be able to, to take on fat. Beerus. Yeah, they're fat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's just like, I wonder if, because, you know, uh, the release of the movie made quite a bit of good money in North America. Um, and I mean, not by, like, you know, Hollywood, Avengers standards good, but, like, good for what it is and the, the, the money they put into it. So I wonder if this is just, like, the tip of the iceberg for us and we're going to see more and more movies with, you know, an expanded Dragon Ball Z universe. I really hope so, because when Battle of the Gods came out, I was just like, wow, I'm an adult, and there's a Dragon Ball Z movie coming out. I'm going to see this. And then I, I liked Battle of the Gods. When it was over, it's just like, that was great, but where, where's more? And then they announced Dragon Ball Super, the series uh, that, that came out and is continuing, which is weird. It's just, it's pretty much Battle of the Gods is what mm-hmm. it's starting to follow. The beginning of it is Battle of the Gods, like with... Uh, you know, uh, Beerus talking about a Super Saiyan God, and Wiz like, oh yeah, like these these um, you know these Saiyans are on Earth now. Maybe we could talk go talk to them. I was like, wait a minute, this is just Battle of the Gods. Why is Dragon Ball Super starting off like this? This is weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll go into something even more fantastical, which is what I'm thinking, because it has to show Goku getting to Super Saiyan God. I don't know. I guess, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe we'll get even more games out of it too. Oh, it'd be sick. Xenoverse is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but it definitely has its flaws. I've, I've yeah. been finding, like, the customization is great, but it's not quite there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, was and, trying and, to make, I was trying to make Walter White in it, and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, and that's, like, super easy to do. Like, there shouldn't be any reason why I can't have glasses and a hat on. But, yeah, you know. I, I, th- I think they need to team up with, with some other gaming studios and make a... Because, like, the, the story's there, too, but it's not really there. Like, imagine yeah. if, they had, if they had, like, like a Dragon Ball Z game that, you know, had some of the production quality of, like, God of War and so some of some of the story qualities of a good Bioware game, maybe, like, you know, Mass Effect mm. 1 or 2, and you can choose options. I mean, it'd be crazy. Absolutely insane. And, I mean, the fighting mechanics need to be more polished, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it, uh, it's fine yeah. as a pick-up-and-play, but, like... I, I was hoping for more Budokai style uh, combat, or maybe even Tenkaichi. But. Yeah, it's, it's a bit bit more casual, like really casual. Yeah, but I mean, like all in all, it definitely gave me what I wanted in a Dragon Ball Z game, which was to make myself as a Saiyan, so I could go Super Saiyan. <laughs> yes, travel through yes. space and time. You know, help out Trunks, and then like you know, fix everything that needs to be fixed through space and time in the Dragon Ball Z universe that some unknown crazy enemy is causing, and. uh you know, fight fight some people online. The ultimate power fantasy. I wish there was a co-op mode, though. I don't know if there is. Is there? Have you found Surge? Uh, there is one. You have to get. You have to play the story until it tells you you can join up on other people. Oh, uh, I wish there was just a straight co-op that you and your buddies can go through every single fight together. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there there is there is like a, a mode like that in the game, but yeah, you have to get to a certain level, and it's like, oh, okay, and uh, it is, and it's 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 kind of early on. Just just keep playing. I think it's around. Um, yeah. Well, I have, I've the... beat the game too, but oh, okay. I haven't played in a while. Like I, mm. I beat the game, and then I got Witcher Three, and then I got all these other games, and then you know Rocket League came out, and then 
you know, Destiny, more DLC, and just kind of got put by the wayside. And then I got Dying Light for some reason too, but I'm going to definitely jump back into Dragon Ball Z. But, um, and then we got also, Star Wars Battlefront coming out. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, so we are going for. to be playing and streaming that. So everyone should follow us. Don't don't tease me with that, Serge. Bad Cardi Funky. Don't, don't tease Twitch. me. Don't teasing. You're, you're part of it, too. Why am I teasing you? I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, just don't don't take me to dinner and not buy me dessert. That's all I'm saying. I'm bitching about this Saturday. I'm just saying, okay? I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways. Um, guys, I think that that's about time for us anyways. Uh, I don't know. Serge, you want to take us home? But... Yeah. All right, everybody. That was the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. The Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F Edition. As you know, we talk about everything you actually care about. Movies, TVs, and more. Tune in next week, Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can also tune in on Sundays at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time as we do a preview podcast to what we're going to talk about on Thursday. Each week, we talk about a new topic in our gaming world and our comic world and our movie world. So for now, everybody, we will see you later. We'll see you next time. This has been Booster Greg. What up, you fool? <laughs> the Bearded Menace Dave. Yo. David Casey. Yeah. And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for joining us each and every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Make sure to give us a follow and a like on uh, twitch.tv slash Funky. Catch us on iTunes, as we are on iTunes. It's awesome. And uh, yeah. you'll catch our podcast up on Fridays at badcodyfunky.com slash podcast. That and more, and everything we talk about as articles on the site. Thank you, everybody. Catch you later. And another time. <laughs>